Brant, we are here live right now for episode 32. It's been a while, man. We are, it's eight o'clock right now on Thursday of the NFL draft. And this is our first like live session doing something. So right now you've got Roger Goodell just kicking this thing off with Ice Cube. Jags are on the clock. 10 minutes seems like way too long, first of all, to to make a pick. That seems kind of ridiculous to me. Um, but whatever, I get it. They, they've turned the whole NFL draft thing into a big old production. Um, Brant, and we're not going to do, we're not going to sit on this episode for the entirety of the first round because I got a feeling it's going to go well. I'm probably not staying up to watch the Lions pick number 32 overall, but I'm surely watching them pick number two. And the Jags are on the clock first. Brant, you've been paying attention to the Vegas odds of what they're, thinking is about to happen here shortly for the Jags a few days ago I was kind of tracking it but I've kind of lost um I've kind of lost track of the odds uh you told me today that the Lions uh, to draft Malik Willis is plus 3,000 so that means they're probably not getting a quarterback with their second pick so I kind of just lost track of it Dave why don't you tell me what's up man well, the, the favorite right now for the Jags is Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, uh, and it's pretty significant odds. I, I find it interesting, um, to say the least. I mean, maybe the Lions fans are excited uh, because if you're a Michigan fan and a Lions fan, the dream of seeing Aiden Hutchinson come home, you know, maybe seem like a, a real reality right now. But I want to talk while we're while we're waiting for the Jags to make this pick got seven minutes and 45 seconds left on the clock here Brant Trayvon Walker how do you feel about him potentially being the number one overall pick here in a second not sure how I feel about it Dave Um, a lot of question marks in this draft let's just say what, what it is there's a lot of question marks he's one of them that is a major question mark I feel like Nine and a half career sacks, not good enough for me to spend the first pick overall on. And he won the underwear Olympics. Let's just be honest about what it was. He came out of nowhere. He was not even on a lot of people's draft boards in December, Dave. And all of a sudden he's shooting up to be the number one pick. Uh, I'm not sure about that. He was on obviously a great Georgia defense. But nine and a half sacks doesn't jump off to the page to you. Um of uh, being along that great defense it's kind of like were you that great or were you just uh, a product of how good the defense was so um to me no I wouldn't be drafting him first overall but again I'm not I'm not the guy making the pick well and we're not NFL scouts and what I I, I think that is very interesting is I mean Georgia football was obviously the national champion this year and that defense was like historically good outside of the one blemish uh, game against Alabama, as we know. But I, man, I don't know when, when I think about the Georgia defense Brant, I don't like, who do you think when you think of that Georgia defense from this past year, who's the guy that comes first to your mind? Probably the same as mine. looks like you're, you're pausing and, and breaking up for a second. So I'm going to, can continue here for just a moment but I'll tell you I'll answer my own question as your screen is trying to kick back on when I think of that Georgia defense I'm thinking of Jordan Davis and when I'm not thinking of Jordan Davis 
I'm thinking of Nicobe Dean, Lewis Seen, and Trayvon Walker was a guy on that defense as well. Now, once again, I'm not an NFL scout. I understand he measured very well. They're looking at his upside. Um, they're comparing him to a deeper level than, than obviously I am from the eye test of just watching college football this year. I personally, there are three names uh, if I'm the Lions right now, right? Like, I don't know what the Jags are about to do here at number one, five minutes to go till they pick. But there are three names that I want to hear if I'm if I'm the Lions. Um, and I know Lions fans feel differently about this. This may be an unpopular opinion. There are only three names that I will be happy with, the number two overall pick. Those three names are Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, and, drumroll please, Malik Willis. And the reason why I say Malik Willis, not that he's not the guy I would want them to pick just right now as of today, but if I see his name come up, I'm going to be ecstatic for the Lions, and this is why. I trust in Brad Holmes. I trust that he does he's he's done his homework for years on prospects and has a very good track record in year one handling this Lions mess dumpster fire. He seems to be heading this thing in the right direction. And I've got a feeling that if they take Malik Willis at number two and they shock the, the entire NFL draft right now, you're looking at what odds are saying. I'm not going to hate that pick at all because that tells me that they're seeing a huge, huge upside in Malik Willis. And although risky, willing to take the risk on, on a guy like him. And I read today that the Steelers and Mike Tomlin in particular, very, very high on Malik Willis. Um, I think looking at history, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, they got a pretty good track record of scouting talent um, and drafting well. So there's a lot of smoke with the weeks and the days and the months leading up to the draft especially this last week, there tends to be a lot of smoke. So I don't know what to believe, but um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure that, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted, man. I'm looking my, I don't know what your screen says. <laughs> Jaguars pick is pick is in. So I'm going to, I'm yeah, going to cut myself off. All right. Yeah. Can All you right. hear me though? Am I, am I, Oh yeah, you're back. You're back in now. Yeah. <laughs> So I was asking you questions and I look and your screen was just frozen and I couldn't hear you. I will just quickly say though, Dave, if it is, if it is Trayvon Walker, I will be slightly surprised. I do think Aiden Hutchinson is the pick here for the Jaguars. um, And I would be shocked a little bit if it's not. All right. We're about to, we're about to find out. Um, Dave, either way, does this make, does this either way make the Jaguars any sort of a playoff contender next year? I have no idea. I, I know you want me I to mean, say no way. Not very good. I, they're they're not good, and they've got a lot of work to do. I think Trevor Lawrence had a really, really just he came up short last year. I don't see that happening again. I think the Urban Meyer show just kind of sent that into a tailspin. Um, all right, here we go. Here comes Roger Goodell. You let me know when you saw the pick because I've seen it now. <laughs> yeah, I will let you know. All right. Know. This is the thing about live podcasts. You just kind of got to keep going. Right. We just got to keep, keep it flowing. We got to keep it flowing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Trayvon Walker. Okay. I'll All right. It. Trayvon Walker off the board. Number one overall pick out of Georgia. Wow. Okay. So 
Trayvon Walker, the the Vegas odds, surprise, surprise, were correct. It seems like they seem to have some inside information. Well, Brant, if Vegas is right, the number two overall pick, they had Aiden Hutchinson as the, the favorite to go number two overall. And when I checked it last, it was um, minus 350. So, I mean, I, I think there's some significant energy right now of Aiden Hutchinson going to the Lions. I Let me ask you this, Brant. I know you're a Michigan fan, and I know you can remove your Michigan fan hat for, for this question. Who do you want right now at number two overall? Trayvon Walker's off the board. Who do you want? Who's your guy? Not who you think they're going to draft. Who's your guy right now? My guy's Malik Willis. It's not going to change. Like, I've been on this for a while now. I just – I know that they're probably not going to select him. But I think it's now time to go get your dude. Go get your guy. Well, go get your difference. Well, uh, well, they're about to go get their dude because the Lions wasted no time. The pick is in. So, yeah, so that just tells me it's probably Hutchinson. Yeah. So, I, I, and I mean, what a good story this will be. And they'll sell a ton of jerseys. And they will have the hardest worker maybe out of this draft. But, um, you know, it, it's the story writes itself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll we'll see, Brent. I mean, maybe, just maybe, they are so sold on Malik Willis or Kayvon Thibodeau, man. I mean, I know that you've heard all of the the character stories and the questions about Thibodeau in recent weeks, but I read most recently in the last 48 hours that uh, Thibodeau had some awesome things to say about Brad Holmes, that it was like hanging out with his uncle at a backyard barbecue. He really hit it off with Brad, really, really liked him. And, you know, that debunks maybe some of what you're hearing about Dan Campbell saying that, you know, he doesn't, Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't fit the culture there. And we don't know whether he said that or not, right? These are reports that come out on these guys, but um, I will not, be upset either way um hutch or thibodeau and once again if it's malik willis like i'll be i'll be happy you're gonna brand if they do draft malik willis i think that you're gonna see lions fans be completely split but um all right here comes the here here comes the pick right now yeah let them be split dave i mean i'm fine with it Go, go, go and get you Hutch right now. Go ahead. Yeah, I would, I would assume that's got to be the pick. And, dude, these picks are kind of flying off the board. What's going on here? Right. Like, the Jaguars didn't take a ton of time. The Lions were like, our card's ready. Here it is. Right. Go get our dude. Yep. Yep. You're so. exactly right. Oh, this is exciting, man. There's no, there's nothing like the NFL draft. I'm just watching this like. You know, it, it's it's awesome seeing these guys you watch in college football like joining these teams. So yeah, right. but also this is what the Lions live for. I mean, they live Lions, for the draft. They do not live yeah. for their actual regular season games. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting tons of texts today. Today's the day, boys. Yep, yep, yep. So All here right. we go. All right, I have seen the pick, and I am going to <laughs> wait until you wait. see the pick, Brant. Yes. Hold on tight. It's Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. All right. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to hype you up just because I wanted you to think it was going to be Malik Willis. Look at look at Big Hutch right there. Go blue, baby. Come on home. Come on home. Hey, you got to be excited if you're a Lions fan. I, I know what people are saying about Aiden Hutchinson. He's good, but 
he's not going to be great. And at number two overall, you got to get great. You know what? Aiden Hutchinson is going to bring an element to this team that they've been missing, truthfully. Because um, even when you had Ndamukong Sue on that line, he just was never, although he was like a wrecking ball, never completely bought into Detroit. I think in Aiden Hutchinson, you're getting a guy that is going to buy in. I think, like we said on a previous podcast, I think Dan Campbell and Aiden Hutchinson are going to be like thickest thieves, like chest bumping after plays. Like I, I can just see it already. He is, he's going to be that guy for the, for the lions and um, say what you will about him not being an elite talent. I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. I think he's going to be a very good player in this league for a long time. Um, and I think the lions are going to be happy with this pick. Now, are they going to look in three, four years? Um, or heck, even next season and watch Kayvon Thibodeau. Because um, that's the other, right? Take Trayvon Walker out of this at, at, at this point. He went first overall. So so that debate is over in a, in a sense. Yeah, we're going to be watching what Trayvon Walker does. He was the number one overall pick. But you're going to see the comparisons for a while of careers between Ada Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. And Thibodeau m- may be that guy out of the gate that is just going to be better. He's more physically ready he has all of those tools already Aiden's gonna have to grow into the league I think um, and adapt his game to the league but uh, I I really think that the Lions have a special player here and if I'm looking at the number two over two overall pick being Aiden Hutchinson and knowing I'm picking at 32 and 34 to bolster this defense even more Brant I, I can't even imagine dude like Aiden what if you walk away from this draft these first three picks, and your picks are Aiden Hutchinson, Lewis Seen, and Nicobe Dean. Yeah, it's a completely different defense. It's a completely flipped defense that will be fast as hell. I mean, I'll just be, I'll lay it out flat to you. It's going to be a fast defense. And you've already got some pretty nice pieces, a couple of nice corners. Let's see what Jeffrey Okuda turns into, a couple of nice safeties. Um, and and they've got a run stopper and help me with the name, Dave Anzaruki. Uh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Anzarique. Anzarique. Yeah, he's a great run stopper. So um, they've got they've got some nice pieces. Um, Dave, I don't I don't think the Lions are going to be as bad as some people think they will be next nope. year. And that's why I go back to the quarterback thing. It is scary to think that you could be in that six to eight win range, which some Lions fans should be happy. I mean, that would be an improvement. But that leaves you in no man's land with Jared Goff. And do we have to hit the Jared Goff situation right now? Dave, I know we talk about it a lot, but um, it just seems like you're going to get stuck with this Jared Goff situation that you're going to have to either resign him, let him go, and then go into free agency looking for a guy, try to trade for a guy, or you know, try to hit on next year's draft choices. But you won't be in the top three, I don't believe. I, I would agree with that. The only thing that I could see happening, because I agree with you, Brant, and we've talked, I I think that the Lions are going to be better than people are thinking too. Like I, I, I've heard the narrative of just just wait till next year where you can go get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Not gonna I, happen. I don't, yeah, I, I don't see the Lions being there at that point. I truthfully see them sitting next year between the eight and twelfth overall pick. I really do. Um and 
the only thing that I could see happening is the Texans are going to be awful and they're looking for a quarterback. Davis Mills is not the long-term solution there. I know he had a surprising rookie year. He's not the long-term solution there. Um, Texans are are about to pick right now, but I I really think that um, you, the only way I think they get up there, Brant is let's just say there's a team that already got their quarterback, like the jets. Like, I don't think they'll be ready to throw it in on Zach Wilson next year. Like if it doesn't work out this year, but let's say the jets are up there sitting at like number two overall. And if I'm the Lions sitting at number eight next year, I'm probably going to have to package my first round pick, my second first round pick that I have from the Rams and probably another future first or um, like a second round pick likely to be able to move up to that spot. And, and they, they do, that's the beauty of having draft capital is that you're able to make moves like that, but that's the only way I see it happening. I'll be shocked unless there's a, a ton of injuries this year, or this whole thing comes off the rails. I really don't see the lions being all that bad next year. Yeah, no. And I don't, and I think it's a great spot for them too, Dave, because you touched on it with the two picks next year in the first round. I mean, Hey, if it's a 14 and maybe like a 20s, you know, yeah. early 21, cause the Rams, I doubt they go back to back. I'm just, it's so rare, but I could see them ending up with a nice 20, 20 some pick could be good for them. Well, wow. That's a wow. shocker. I know. I was just going to say, you just saw this third overall pick come in. Here's your first shock of the draft. Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU is going to get drafted over sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. I I've been reading those rumors. I don't get it injury played i know he tested well at the combine and and blew the socks off um with his 40 time but golly i i I don't get that um sauce gardner did not give up a touchdown last year he's a lockdown corner in this league um and stingley maybe as well but oh man if i'm the texans you they better hope that they did all of their homework on stingley to if you're going to take a cornerback at number three, like the Lions did, and Jeff Okuda, we saw how that's worked out. Um, you better be sure that you are getting yourself a dude. And Stingley has all the traits, he's got all the gifts, he hasn't played. I, I'm shocked by this one personally. I, I thought these rumors of Stingley going to the Texans was simply smoke. What, Brent, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't get it. I think this is a terrible decision uh, from a terrible organization. If I'm just being frank, they botched the uh, Marvin Lewis situation. That was an embarrassment. I felt like they clearly didn't want to hire him. They go ahead and end up hiring him because of everything that came out of the Flores situation. It was weird. Um, Plus I, I don't understand how a corner is your top need right now. You have so many other things that you need on that overall roster that man, Maybe the Jets are now sitting there licking their chops at maybe a great offensive lineman. They're getting Aquano, I guarantee it. Aquano or Evan Neal. Why would you not? I mean, you can get a franchise tackle right now. Um, And who knows what you're getting with Stingley. Dave, you talked about it. How much is this dude into playing football? It seems like he's a half in, half out. I mean, if you want to raise the questions about Thibodeau, at least he played last year, Um, you know. So for a guy that hasn't played since 2020, I'm awfully shocked by this decision, Dave. And I had a great freshman year. um, But outside of that, I'm just, I'm completely shocked. I, I, I am as well. I am as well. Yeah. There you go. There's your first big shock of the, of the draft. And it wasn't a trade. It was Derek Stingley Jr. Going number three overall to the Texans. 
Now you've got the Jets on the clock. They they're this the first team right now in the after these first three picks that seem to be taking their time as I'm watching the clock start to dwindle down under the four minute mark. Uh, what do the Jets do here? Do you think they go offensive lineman? Um, do they go Kayvon Thibodeau, who who is now slid outside of the top three? Um, what do you think that they will do, Brant? I I think that they take a Quanu right here. What do you think they do? I just can't believe see, I wouldn't be able to fathom back-to-back corners in the top five. It just seems so unreal to me. I get that it's a passing league, that type of thing. I will say they'll go offensive line or defensive line right now. Yeah. I don't see a way that you pass on one of the premier the, positions. Yeah. yeah. The premier positions, the guys that play up front. I think you need something like that, especially yep. with you spent last year on Zach Wilson. Yeah. Like, protect him. Keep him fresh. I understand that there are some great receivers in that division, but there's great receivers everywhere. So, yeah, um, I think that you've got to try to keep Zach Wilson upright. I mean, the Jets pick again shortly, right? Don't they have yeah, two? Yeah, 10. Yeah. I mean, you you may have your yourself a chance to to – I mean, I don't know what's about to happen with Thibodeau if he slides. I would get your offensive lineman right here, come back around at number 10 overall, and is that what it, they're at number 10? I, I can't yep. verify that, they're but at 10. okay. Yep. So, I, I mean, yeah, you're going to likely see Kyle Hamilton there. Maybe sauce Gardner falls there. I don't know. Um, this opens things up for the, uh, the, the New York football jets. So uh, my screen is telling me that the pick is in and I'm interested to, to see what happens here. So after the jets pick, you've got the giants and then you've got the Panthers. Now, the Panthers are the one I'm really, really interested to see um, just because they may be that first team that takes a swing at a quarterback or they may not. And if they're not, you may that may be a telling story here until we get to the teens of uh, some football teams that that need that absolutely need a quarterback talking about the Steelers, talking about the Saints. Um, that may be when you see your first quarterback go off the board if uh if Carolina passes on this and they don't make a move for like Baker Mayfield or something. So Dave, are you surprised we haven't seen a trade yet? Um, no, I, I just think that in a draft like this, especially at the top of the draft, it's hard to sell these picks because it's a deep draft and there aren't a lot of guys that are quote unquote worth trading up for or losing draft capital um, because of. So yeah, I, I, I'm not super surprised actually. Okay. All right, man. I, I have, I've seen, I've seen the pick. Just let me know. It's fine. Just go. All right. You want me to just let you know yeah. back-to-back corners, sauce Gardner taken to the jets. It's unbelievable. I don't know if I've ever, has that ever happened, Dave? I, not in the top, top five? I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, how often are corners even taken in the top five, let alone back-to-back corners? I this, See, Brant, this is very telling about this draft though, dude, I'm telling you, it's like, I think what teams are going to do, which is different than years past, where you see all the premier positions, normally quarterback, edge rusher, like O-lineman, you see those go high like that. I think people are just looking at their boards of guys they want and are going to take that guy just because there isn't somebody that, that is sticking out to that point or you have a can't miss prospect. So this is, I love I love Sauce Gardner. I'm happy for him. Um, 
if I'm the Jets, I'm guessing that they believe that they can get one of the top offensive linemen at this next pick here shortly. Because that, to me, to not protect Zach Wilson with this pick is interesting, to say the least. So, Yeah, I don't like it. I do not care for that pick. Yeah. So, well, and, and happy for sauce Gardner. He's a Detroit kid. Um, yeah. And, and you've got two, I'll say Metro Detroit kids. Aiden Hutchinson is not a Detroit kid. He went to U of D, but uh, you've got two Detroit kids, Metro Detroit kids going in the top five. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. That's, that's cool to see that. So. All right, Dave. Um, so what do you think the giants are doing, man? Oh God, I, I can't stand the Giants. I mean, <laughs> I I don't care. How about you yeah. just hit us with that? I, I don't care. I they have to go offensive line. I, I would think. I, I I would think right here you've got to get a Quanu, and gosh, I, I don't know. I, I I think you've got, you've got to get a Quanu, and they they pick again in yeah, yeah they after pick, uh, after second. Carolina. So. You got to be looking and thinking what what is Carolina about to do? I I would not be afraid of Carolina taking Kayvon Thibodeau personally with their needs that they have. I'd go offensive lineman here, turn around at seven, get you Kayvon Thibodeau. That's a heck of a way to That is a great way. So you know that would be one of the <laughs> that would be one of the really good drafts that I would say. Oh yeah. A couple of great cornerstone pieces that you could get on the line. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't hate a corner at like seven or something like that, but these, this just seems too high back to back to back three and four for corners. Jeez. Yep. That's a little bit crazy for me. And it's kind of crazy to me that an offensive lineman hasn't went yet. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no kidding. I I'm actually surprised at that, at that point in particular, you, you, you didn't have a Quanu or a Quanu was projected as, potentially the Jags number one overall pick. So yeah. and Evan Neal was too at one point. Um, so yeah, it is, it's interesting to see where this is falling right now. Um, but this is dude, this is what the draft is all about. Um, I, I just want to get past this giants pick to be quite honest with you. And you're starting to see right now teams take more time because I think like the, the giants, there's no way they could be expecting this right nope. now to, to look at their big board. They're got to, they've got to be just licking their chops right now um, and knowing they're sitting at five and seven. Heck, you might be able to trade out of like number seven if somebody wants to move up and get like Kayvon Thibodeau. And if you're the Giants, you need to collect as many pieces as you can. I mean, if you can somehow trade back into the 12 to 15 range and still get you a guy like Jordan Davis, then I, man, I, I don't know. It's going to be going to be very interesting. Or do you go ahead and get yourself these cornerstone pieces to to your team um but i mean how how much longer brand is danny dimes going to be the guy here in new york i don't think very long dave i think this is his last year um i i just don't think he's showing enough i mean he has some wheels we've seen him uh win some games but but nothing sustainable and that was really a gettleman special that blew up right in all Giants fans' faces. I remember that draft they hopped up to six, or I can't remember if they traded up or they were sitting there, one of the two, but it was a very shocking pick at the time. And it was one of those where, kind of like with the Derek Stingley pick, we all kind of look around and are like, that that might not work out so well. And 
lo and behold, Daniel Jones, I don't think it's a franchise quarterback. And who knows? Um, maybe they go offensive lineman here to try to get him some help. But whoever, whoever they select, I think it needs to be a big person. Let's put it that way, Dave. Yeah, you got to get yourself a big guy. And I, you've got to go get yourself a Quanu or Evan Neal right here. Or you're, you're, you're messing around. Um, I, I just don't. I mean, dude, they have basically single-handedly ruined Saquon Barkley's career. One of my favorite running backs coming out of college, probably since Adrian Peterson, actually. Um, I, and I would throw, I would throw like Najee Harris up there too. He just seemed like, like that, a dude that was built that way. Um, but Saquon, man, they have done nothing for that guy's career besides basically ruin it with injuries and not, not protect for him. So you got to get yourself somebody that sure can, can, pass block for for Danny Dimes needs all the time he can get but you also got to get somebody that can open up some holes for for Saquon and let him do his thing um and gosh the Giants are just a mess too did you see Kadarius uh Tony (laughs) yeah of course their first round pick of last year requesting a trade like what is going on so maybe they go receiver here Dave (laughs) no golly no here, here comes the pick. I'll, I'll spoil it for you as soon as I, uh, okay, as soon as I see it, just because at this point, why not? And then we'll, Brand, I'll, I'll hang on here with you through this Carolina pick, and then I'm gonna, yeah. then I'm gonna hop off, um, and enjoy okay. the rest of the, enjoy the rest of the draft. So, okay. And uh, for all those listeners, this is our first live experience, so we weren't sure how this was gonna go, but no. um. Hopefully, hopefully it's going well. I think it's going well. So, well, Brant, pick is in. Giants have taken Kayvon Thibodeau off of the boards. Ah, I like that pick. It's a good yeah. pick. Yeah. Well, you're because they're about to get, and I I understand it because you're about to get Thibodeau, and now you're for sure getting um an offensive lineman, an O lineman. Yeah. So. Yeah. great pick by the giants I yeah think. that's a that's a good pick can't can't dog on that yeah um dave when do you when do you think the first receiver will go oh um and who I, will it be that's a two-part question yeah i i think when it when it, when does atlanta pick seven eight. eight i think i think you're gonna see atlanta take a receiver and i think the first receiver off the board, Brant, who do you think it's going to be? I think it's Jamison Williams. I think he's just got that burner speed, uh, pops off the screen at you type of dude. And I, I just really feel like he's, he's the type of dude that could restart some of that uh, lust that they had a few years back when they made their Super Bowl run. So uh, I know that Kayvon, or Calvin Ridley will be missing this next year, I think because of the gambling thing. Correct. Um, but you'll get him back in the future, and then you'll have Kyle Pitts to go with him. I think that's a really nice call, Dave, on Atlanta getting a wide receiver, no matter who it is, mm-hmm. to help that offense out. What is this yep. kid doing? Scream- you see this kid screaming on the TV? Yeah, man, let him do his thing. Let him do what? his thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, look at there's there's Tibbs right there. Hopefully Aiden Hutchinson has a better career than that guy. Yeah. So, uh, and honestly, now I I absolutely hate the Giants. So now I'm just like, I'm anti Thibodeau. Everything didn't want him. Don't want to see him. Um, 
Oh, well, now you have more reason to hate him. Great, Dave. Right now, I gotta now I gotta watch Thibodeau come after Dak Prescott's life uh, twice yeah. a year. So yeah, hopefully leave it to Dave to hate a twenty-one-year-old kid. Nice, right, Dave. right, real mature man. Leave it to me. Leave it to me. Um, all right, Carolina on the clock here, Brant. While we wait for Carolina to pick, because like I said, I'm gonna hop off here. Um, and we're going to wrap up this episode. We are going to drop another episode recapping the draft next week, um, going through the draft grades, what we liked, what we didn't like, surprising things, surprising teams that did really well. Um, so we will be uh, grabbing all of that next week. But, Brant, before we get to this Carolina pick, um, who are you really hoping to see the Lions? Or what – not even who – what in your dream world, what would you like to see them do at 32? Dave, why not package something to move up? Ooh, ooh, I, yeah, spicy. I like that. <laughs> Look, I know I'm beating the Malik Willis drum, so I'll just put that down for a second so nobody has to hear me go on that again. But, Dave, we talked a lot about Jordan Davis, and you talked about it earlier on this uh, pod about how he's just a game changer and he pops off the screen. I would love to see that dude in the middle stuffing the run uh, with some of their other pieces that they already have run stopper wise, and he can cause a lot of havoc. I don't know if I would give up 32 and 34 to move up there, but maybe you do 32 and next year's second, and that gets you up into 15, 14, 13 range. I don't know. It's something that I would be working the phones right now. And this is Brad Holmes's job is to see what he can do to massively improve the team. You got it. 1,000% agree. What about you, Dave? Well, I love the idea of packaging some picks to move up. Um, and I don't love the idea of giving up 32 and 34 to, to move up. But if if you can go and get your guy, Brent, if they there, – there are two, two guys right now. Okay, what I don't want to see happen. Let me start there. <laughs> it, let's just play the world of, of trades out. I have a fear that the Lions have fallen in love with a receiver that they feel like they can't miss on, and I do not want them no. at all to move no. up for a, for a receiver. This draft is deep with receivers. That's my fear. Um, I would absolutely love if Jordan Davis is still there when the Ravens are picking at 14. He somehow makes it past that, like that 14-15 range. I'd be packing those picks. Brant, imagine going to sleep tonight and knowing that the Lions just got Aiden Hutchinson and Jordan Davis. I mean, it, it's outstanding to, to think about what that D-line could, could be. Uh, I see you're frozen again, so I'm just going to keep rolling for a second. Uh, but it would be outstanding. Uh, and, and the other thing I'd love to see is if – Malik Willis is your guy and you saw and and they knew going into this draft if he makes it past this number we're going to make a move for this guy uh I'd love to see that too and I know everybody is so hesitant on the Malik Willis thing but I tell you what I I I would personally love to to see that happen so um yeah we'll see I mean and if the and, and if the Lions stick to to that pick I I think that if they keep 32 and they keep 34, I do think that, um, gosh, you're going to have some really good players that are available right there. You're going to have 
Lewis seen possibly be there. You're going to possibly have Nicobe Dean. Um, you're going to have some receivers that are there as well. So uh, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to, to see what they do. Now, Brant has fallen off for the first, for the first time in garage takes podcast history. My man has some internet connection problems and has been booted from the call. So you are just stuck with me folks. As we wrap up this NFL draft episode, this live episode, which um, apparently has some really bad juju out there because, you know, we just lost 50% of our podcast hosts. So uh, looks like the the Panthers pick is in. And this one, like I said before, this is what I this is the pick I'm really looking forward to see just because I think it's going to be telling about what where these GMs um, are seeing these these quarterbacks at. So um, we will we will see. They're taking their time. Got, I got my eyes on my phone right now, waiting to to see what the Panthers are going to do. And and now I'm actually even intrigued just to see uh, the Giants too. Like I, I think the Giants could have just an outstanding draft getting Thibodeau and w- one of these offensive linemen. It's about to be insane. Brenna, you're back. <laughs> I made it back, Dave. What's I see going the Panthers... on with your internet, man? You got to pay your bill. <laughs> I've got a bad, I don't know what's going on in the garage tonight, but it is not good. Um, the the wife is doing the online class, so that could be wreaking havoc on me. I don't know for sure. What's more important, the podcast or the class? That is a rhetorical question. Tell her to get <laughs> off of her call right now. We are. This recording. is going to make us way more money in the long haul. Exactly. <laughs> We've got about four people depending on us tonight, and if we don't get this episode perfect, we might lose <laughs> one of them. Please, Kenzie. Uh, please. Did you did you get the pick? I see the pick is in. Did you get it yet? Dude, I have not gotten it yet. It's been sitting at the pick is in forever. I'm like, okay. especially when you went off the call, man, I was like, gosh, I don't know what else to say to myself. I stopped to look for the pick. Pick was Oh, believe in. me. I think the listeners know you'll never annoy yourself. Right. Um, so are you, are you thinking quarterback here then, Dave? Did you already touch on that? Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I think they'll do, but I, but I okay. just think that it's going to be very telling if they don't. Is the trade for Baker Mayfield in play here? No, I, there's no way that they would give up number six overall for for Baker Mayfield. No way. No, I'm saying like you're you're gonna have to give them some sort of picks or something as well. But you know right. what I mean, like right. to make something work for Baker. But yep. Gosh, they're showing Malik Willis. The cameras panned on him. I think they know something. I think Malik's about to come off the board. Uh-oh. I think his sister's giving it away or something. <laughs> she, oh. she looks pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, There's I don't Kenny. know if I could keep that under wraps, Dave. Like, if I knew I was going to get selected, and then you're just supposed to sit there, like, oh. real quiet. <laughs> oh, Brant. Was it Malik? Aquanu. Oh. Wow. Malik wow. lives on. Wow. You know what, though? I think, uh, I think the Giants were smart with what they did. I, I do. I because I think that they know that they now they got Thibodeau and they I, I think they'll go and get themselves Evan Neal. I'll be surprised if they don't, actually. I heard they do like Charles Cross. He's another one that's out yeah, there. Yeah, Charles Cross, uh, Mississippi State guy's been rising up a lot of boards. Yeah, I I think they might go cross there, Dave. 
Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I think it's O-lineman either way, Dave. Yeah. All right. All right, Dave. Well, that was fun. Sorry about the internet issues. Hey, man, it's all good. Let's go enjoy the rest of this draft. Now, it's getting interesting, man. It's, uh, I haven't seen a mock draft that, that thought any of this would play out this way so far. So uh, I'm, I'm about to enjoy the rest of this, and I'm already pumped to do our episode next week. Um, hey, enjoy it, man. Our garages, they're a little bit warmer today, aren't they? Yeah, they're a little bit far out. Uh, it's been a terrible spring, um, but still, we're coming into May, and we'll be in the garage uh, sipping on some cold ones and enjoying the warmer weather. You got it. You got it. All right, brother. Have a good night, man. I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be texting you and uh, talk, talking to you about the draft. All right. All right.